Right, that's it, Marina. We're alongside. Boarding tube all locked on? Okay, let him in then. <laughs> what a beauty to say hello to Big Dave. Yes, Marina, I'm sorry, but I did tell you today's button presser was a bit of an odd one. What's that supposed to mean, astronaut? Oh, simply that in the one episode you appeared in, you mostly irritated everybody and acted like a total creep. Mmm, definitely. And you're doing it again now? No, that's the human mind for you. Doubt and disbelief. Mr. Riley, the only reason we invited you onto our eagle today was to press the button on the randomizer. So, if you would please do so, and then clear off, that would be lovely. Well... Get ready to dig for gold. Thank you. And let's see what it decides to give us today. Well, you're, you're talking as though it's human. Well, I sometimes wonder. I don't buy it. Think positive. Okay, positive it is then. So, what have we got, Dave? Right, let's have a look. That one. Let's see. Ah, okay. Well, a very good choice considering the show has just come out on Blu-ray. Yes, it's Stingray. Well, that should do it. Indeed. Time for a close look at the man from the Navy. The closer, the better. Marina, you have my permission to throw him into the vacuum of space. Ah, uh, no, 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 no. No, you don't, little lady. So, we welcome back to the randomizer Stingray. But Stingray on Blu-ray. At least, uh, I am watching this in HD, as many of you now will be, because the, uh... The gorgeous Stingray Blu-ray set is now officially out there. At last, finally, it looks absolutely beautiful. And uh, here's an episode I remember quite fondly from my uh, my younger days. This is The Man from the Navy. We're putting on a nice, uh, slightly tense sequence of Stingray just cruising along, minding its own business, with this other submarine lurking close behind them. And I love that uh, instantly, just just by the markings and the shape of the thing, you can tell it's it's a human ship. It's not uh, not an alien craft, but it's still going to open fire on them. Bones, emergency action. Green nine zero. And this is very very well done. This opening and uh, very well and convincingly uh, acted by the the voice actors here, considering what we're about to to find out. All this is uh, is is really to do with. There's this missile closing in on them. Don't seem to be able to shake it off. That's quite unfortunate, though, where they've they've flown Stingray across the set and then they've clearly called cut so that they could put the missile on. But in doing that, they've um, they've disturbed quite quite noticeably some of the foliage. Um, so you get this sudden jump cut. It's uh, yeah, it's a bit unfortunate, but hey ho, it is it is what it is. It's just how they would uh, have to have, have, have done this back in the day. In fact. Oh, and of course the music. The music and the models. Back 20 seconds. Everything's so good here. Zero. Green, 180. I'm also liking this, uh, the, sh the shots behind Troy and Phones looking forward at the screen, what they're seeing as Stingray's cruising past all these rocks. Um, that looks quite convincing as well. The, uh, the missile, by contrast, has developed a slight droop. But it's so nearly going to hit them. Impact 10 seconds. They've both got their frowning faces on. Frowning faces with sweat. That's how we know it's serious. Impact 5 seconds. Ooh. 
Even the fish seem disturbed by this. They're running away from it. It's getting closer. Right. Oh no. Get back down. Clunk. I love that as well. After all that build up. Dead on target phones. Guess the Navy's new marine missile is a 100% success. Yeah. <laughs> the sudden instant release of tension with that clunk and we're back to the normal faces and happy old Trojan phones. Come in, Captain Jordan. Because it wasn't uh, an attacking aggressor person. It was just the man from the Navy. Jordan here. Captain Jacques Jordan. From Stingray. Who is very French, in case you did not know. Roger, Stingray. I'm surfacing. I'll see you back there. And of course, being a, a man from the Navy, that's as good an excuse as any to have this character and this uh, ship associated with all the best bits of music from the show, including March of the Oysters here, and I suspect the big gun theme probably will make an appearance later on. And a rare shot of uh, the island of Lemoy, the house on the island of Lemoy, with a vessel passing in front of it. My brain always tells me that there is a shot of Stingray passing the island of Lemoy, but I don't think there actually is. That's just something my head has invented. X20, report. Oh, Titan, ruler of the underwater city of Titanic. Oh, Titan. Oh, great Titan. Served the testing of a new marine missile by the Terranians. Of what use is this report to me, Agent X20? The missile would be an invaluable... What does Titan do all day? He just sits on his throne. How can we get the missile? There will be another test tomorrow. Yeah, he just sits or sits here, waiting for someone to, uh, to pass on information that he can use. The chance to gain revenge on Tempest. And I love as well that this is one of those episodes where it's not entirely Titan-focused because this uh, Navy guy, Jacques Jordan, is um, is enough of an antagonist. And I, I love it with this show where you get episodes where you're chugging along quite happily and then, oh, suddenly Titan's involved in this. That's a turn I wasn't expecting, but okay, it's very welcome. It's almost like you, know, you have episodes where Titan is the main villain and you have episodes where Titan is kind of the sub-villain. The Navy's got it over the wasps this time. Uh, if you two are going to start arguing about rivalry between the two services again, you can do it in the standby lounge. Marina and Atlanta are there waiting for you. Now, Marina, you want to throw a dinner party tonight at your apartment, is that right? Marina's got plans for a dinner party. I love as well that we get uh, the idea of uh, a resentment here between the wasps and the World Navy. To be known as the senior service tempest until the wasps were inaugurated. Yeah. I've never been keen on th this shot, and I think there's one in the big gun where they're walking along the corridor to the standby lounge, and they're just having the puppets walk along. Well, they're not even having the puppets walk. They're just running footage behind them rather than actually walking them. Hunted that tub stingray down just like a homing pigeon. Oh. mean? The Navy's got nothing to touch, huh? Yeah, be nice about stingray. Listen, boys, we're all off duty now, and Marina has arranged a special dinner party. So what say we all forget about work? I love Marina's smiling face as well. She looks so happy about this. Especially when she nods. Oh, dear. So, off to dinner at Marina's. She's never invited me, by the way. Hey. Bom, bom. I've got 
Marie. Oh, this um, this music hasn't appeared in the show yet. Sure, looking forward to it. Yeah. An instrumental version of I've Got Something to Shout About, but that's about... Up too much, huh? Reckon six or seven episodes away? Atlanta. Well, Troy, the meals in the Tower Diner could be better. Oh, you wouldn't have... we never see the Tower Diner. I'd like to know what's, uh, what goes on in there. Don't get mad. Ah, here comes Marina with the first course. Ah. And um, her her hair has seen better days. I'm I'm not mad about the. Uh, she looks quite frumpy in her choice of hairdos there. What did you think of the disc, Jacques? Wonderful, Atlanta. You like the music, huh? All our vessels have taped music piped right through the cabin. In the wasps, we haven't got time to listen to music when we're on duty. Your ships are so noisy, you wouldn't hear it anyway. Now listen, Jordan. If we wanted music, we could have it. Oh, I love all this. We have our fun. We've We're got a huge, what looks like a lobster, as the main course. I can see that you are Atlanta. That's it. Jacques is sat next to Atlanta, making advances and uh, even tapping her hand while looking very lovingly into her eyes. Must be nice for you to get away from such a dull uniform. <laughs> and it's a wonderful performance from David Graham, but the puppet is, is a great creation as well. Tempest. But Atlanta is a woman. Firstly, he's not this big hunk of a guy. He's actually quite short, but he's got a very punchable face, and yet he still has this sort of handsome quality that you could imagine would would attract particularly Atlanta. was designed for just that. Not poor old Marina, because Marina's very upset at how this dinner party is ruined. Oh, she's closing her eyes and shaking her head. Troy, I'm surprised at you. Oh, I feel so sorry for her. Listening to all this junk. Good night. Oh, Troy, come back. Don't get so head up. Let him go, Phones. If he wants to act like a spoiled child, then let him. Oh, dear. Poor Marina. Her first party, and it's... Uh, it almost reminds me of those sort of instructional videos from the 50s. Don't let your party go on like this. Don't have arguments about the merits of the wasps versus the world, Navy. Um or drive away in a very fast car that looked like it was about to crash off the road there. Troy didn't mean to ruin your party. It's just what he does. He'll be okay when he's cooled down. Oh, Marina's crying. She's got a lovely house here. And it looks very nice in HD again. She's also so thoroughly stocked with booze. Let's enjoy the evening. Yes. Why not? I'll put on another disc. That solves everything in Stingray World and XL5, I think. Put on another disc. I'll be glad when he gets back to his precious navy. I do like uh, Atlanta's um, frowning face as well, because it's not so much a frowning face as a pouting face. Women, they're just as fickle as the sea. And there's a there's a tree over there. I don't like that tree. Oh, stock footage of the sea there. Oh. At last, my chance to gain vengeance on Troy Tempest. You understand what has to be done? I want to put subtitles up there. No, haven't understood a word. Your mission and make no mistakes. The missile test takes place tomorrow morning. Ooh. So. A test crew standing by, sir. Okay. Another missile test. Mission stations. But we still have the fallout from last night's party to deal with. I do love this as well with Stingray sometimes, and also Thunderbirds. We have these emotional subplots to deal with. The sooner this job's over, the quicker Jordan gets the heck out of here. 
Gordon was already out at sea. I loved as well that um, there was a nice bit of puppetry there of Troy putting down a book he was reading. Sir. Right, Lieutenant. Sound launch stations. Here we go, phones. About last night, Troy, I guess Jordan made you mad, huh? That's the understatement of the year. This is a clever place to have a conversation. He's out with Marina for you. Thanks, folks. I guess it was rough on her. I sent her some flowers this morning. Although I do wonder what's going on with all those all those various floors that they pass as they go down the injector tubes. Every floor seems to have like a random pile of wood. Just wooden planks. Oh, well, Marina's happy. She got a, a bunch of flowers from Troy and an apology card. How about it, Leno? Right now, she's the last person I'd send flowers to. But she's got even more flowers, because of course she would have. How sweet. Flowers from the captain. Thanks for a swell evening. Love, Jacques. Tower from Stingray. I love how everybody in the show has got the same handwriting. Have you ever noticed that with various cards and like the two cards there they both got the same handwriting very nice beautiful handwriting i think the uh the um place mat or uh, the name cards on the table in tom thumb tempest are also written very beautifully in the same way ah it's a very nice looking show now on blu-ray it just you know, it really makes you appreciate how how utterly terrible the dvds were even at the time the dvds looked terrible and I don't think Stingray is ever going to look as sort of eye-poppingly, uh, you know, colourful as uh, as Scarlet and Joe because I, I just don't think they were they were quite there with the colour filming yet. But this is a huge step up. It really does look beautiful. And here we go. A terrorfish, aquafibians closing on the submarine. Now this episode, I, I believe I mentioned recently buying uh, an ex-rental Joe 90 VHS from the library, and I think I mentioned I had a a Stingray tape. I bought what looked like the case for Volume 9, and inside was Volume 6. This was one of the episodes on that tape, so I uh, I watched this quite a bit when I was younger. I won't be... I know people love hearing about my um, random VHS memories. Ah, he's just keeping up the big man act, Bones. I'm going to try to cut him down to size. Well, it's not a shrinking episode, is it? What can we do? Well, I figure that missile has got just one thing wrong with it. It's French. Right. Jordan will go away like a wounded catfish. Ooh. And if you're wrong, Troy? Oh, then we get another dent in Stingray's hull. Yeah. Okay, Jordan, let's get this show over. Fire missile. Fire is the word, Tempest. I love the reveal, or how, how they do the reveal here. On target. Jordan's making all these cryptic comments, or cryptic clues. Fire that missile. Okay, Tempest, but listen... Which Troy is too dense to pick up on, but in fact, the Aquafibians are aboard. Damn nice blood. This is called blooded murder. They've taken control of the sub. I guess there's only Jordan on the sub. Not obey. You'll die. Oh. Then we do it. This way you live and end in shame. Now, fire missile. I love the Aquafibians trying to talk English. I just love the Aquafibians all the way around. The design is just beautiful. Their intelligence and stupidity is just insane. Um, okay, phones. I love that they look scary, but they're not scary really. And yet here, you know, 
Jordan is clearly uh, cowed by them. He's uh, you know, two against one, and they're both armed. Red one eight zero. I'm also noticing recently, and again, it might be might be the, the effect of HD. Their um their bottoms and their uh their accompanying front parts they just have these fronds to cover the uh cover the joints on the puppet. It's quite funny because uh yeah wouldn't they be the uh would they be oh no I suppose Mitch and Zuni I was going to say they're the only characters in the Anderson shows who walk around stark naked all the time. Before the end, you murderers. Yes, another missile has been launched. You'll never shake it. Unbeknownst to Troy and Phones, it's got a live missile. Again, we're seeing one or two more of those shots. 60 seconds. The Stingray goes through frame, cut, then the missile goes through frame, cut. And there's just a slight discrepancy between the two. Seconds. Tempest will be finished. Oh, if only there was something wrong with the torpedo. But it's infallible. Well, these aquafibians are doing quite well so far. They uh, took over the sub very easily. Impact 30 seconds. Okay, this is it. Almost going to blow up Troy and Phones. Boy, have you gone crazy? Yes. Phones. Oh, more lovely back projection stuff. He's going to leave it just to the last minute to pull up to avoid hitting some rocks. Stingray makes it, but the missile didn't. Phones! That missile! It was armed with a warhead. But but how? There's only one answer. Oink. Jordan, those missiles can't be charged accidentally. You mean it was deliberate, Troy? What else? Oh. Navy Sub 27 from Stingray. Have you gone crazy, Jordan? Oh, dear. Dave, the Acrophibians are not happy about this. Do something to the missile. No, <laughs> no, I swear it. Tempest up. And I love this line coming up. Titan very angry. Titan very angry. I just, I love, I love trying to, I don't know, just work out what the the average life, a day in the life of an aquafibian would be like. Power from Stingray. Commander. Poor things. Troy, what's going on out there? We watched the whole thing on the aquascan. That missile had a warhead, sir. Then it was a deliberate attempt to kill you and Phones. Ooh. What does Jordan think he's doing? Well, he's not answering. What worries... I'm enjoying this. I'm sorry, I'm enjoying this. I'm realising this is my first time watching this episode in HD. It's always been a... Um, it's not one of my absolute favourites, but it's... Oh, Atlanta. It's up there. There's no other course, Troy. You'll have to attack first. It just looks so nice all the way along. Some crazy scheme of Captain Jordan's just to prove that the Navy's better than the Wasps. I don't know, Atlanta, and I don't care. As it stands, Jordan has committed an act of war. Oh... I love how serious it gets here. We've gone from a another missile, a nice little domestic dinner party to act of war. You are classified as a hostile vessel. <laughs> and the Aquafibians just oh 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 no. I won't have time to. I love the way that how quickly their heads move and their eyes move as well, wiggling back and forth in terror. What's your answer, Jordan? We're going to fire to kill. And again, Don Mason, really strong here. The great performance in this show. There's nothing we can do. Yay, Aquafibian speaking. Hibby, hibby, hibby. Have 30 seconds, Jordan. Do you surrender? 
Just tell me what to do, Troy. It may be a trick. Yeah, but I've got to accept his word. Close in and be ready with the missiles. Really sense how much Troy wants to blow this French twit to pieces. But the Aquafibians have abandoned ship, returned to their own terror fish. Believe me, Tempest. I know this is a very silly thing to say. I think this is probably my favourite Aquafibian team in the series, and uh, you know they're all interchangeable. They're all just cannon fodder. But I, I rather like that these this pair have been entrusted to go out on their own, unsupervised, to carry out this mission. Now surface immediately and proceed. It's great. Oh, and suddenly, finally, Stingray notices that there was a terrorfish in the area the whole time. Jordan surfacing. Okay, let's go after him. Troy, there's another craft submerged where the sub was. What kind of craft? Oh, that's why they didn't get it, because it was right next to the sub. Troy, look. Oh, stock footage. Lots of stock footage here of, of Stingray and the Terrorfish. Prepare to attack, Phones. I've got to kill something, Phones. I didn't get to kill that useless Torb Jordan. All speed, Jordan, and report to Commander Shore. Oh yeah, that's a, that's a confrontation I'd like to see, yes. Oh dear. Oh! Oh! Are we not going to get Stingray destroying the Terrorfish? Uh, I'd tell you I had... Okay. Um, I mean, we've seen that shot in countless episodes, but that does seem a bit of a cheat there, that we don't get the, uh, the explosion. But we have found nothing. But it's true, I'd tell you. Maybe that means those Aquafibians escaped to fight another day. Force me to arm the missile. Sorry, Captain, it won't do. You'll be held in close arrest pending your court-martial. I'm wearing my hat now. This is a serious situation, you see. Do that, sir. Ah, you're back, Troy. Eh? What do you mean? Guess Jordan's story is true, sir. We located one of Titan's ships manned by two Aquafibians. <gasps> we destroyed the craft. Oh, <laughs> those Aquafibians got blowed up. Oh, I like them. You're off the hook. It's strange, though, that this show would, would have a, a battle off-screen like that. Man and the wasps had given in to the enemy as easily as you did, I'd have thrown him out of the service. Oh. That is all. And you can tell he really meant that. He lifted his finger over his head for some reason, waggled it. Oh, it's well of you guys to invite me to the party after what happened. You can thank Atlanta for that. I'm surprised Marina could be bothered to throw another one after how badly the first one went. Swell evening. Guess you're the type that never learns, Jordan. Oh, forget it, Troy. Life's too short. Well... And Troy, I think, really is looking for a fight here. You're Commander Sure. You're all the same. Still can't accept that the Navy's number one. I don't think you should say any more about that, Jacques. Why not, Atlanta? It's true. He was about to cut martial me. But then I started crying, and somehow I have not been court-martialed. I'm sorry, Marina. I love how um, yeah, Jordan has been proven a complete coward, but he's still carrying on with, I am the greatest. You're nothing but a stupid, bragging phony. If I'd been the... <gasps> oh, you tell him. Clapped you in irons and gone ahead with a charge of cowardice in the face of the enemy. Now listen here. Whoa. No, you listen to me, Jordan. Both puppets are on their feet. Lots of arm-waving. Voice. And I figure I speak for maybe 99% of the Marineville personnel. I'm not going to stay here and be insulted. I'm living. Well, that suits me fine. I'll show you to the door. Don't bother. Good. Bye. Oh, zut alors. Never have I seen so much angry Frenchness. Oh, well, that's it then. He's gone. 
Another dinner party ruined. Oh, Atlanta's crying. Sorry, Atlanta, but I had to do that. <laughs> I love the tone of voice there. Yes, I had to be a complete prig about everything, but I figure it was for the best. I would have. I've been a fool, Troy, not to have seen through him. I do love this. Forgive me for last... Nice emotional ending. Let's say we forget it. The whole thing. No dramatic build-up or anything. Jordan just never came to Marineville. All right. And Lois Maxwell doing the crying noises. Guy Jordan, anyway. Never heard of him. Shall we go back inside? I hear Marina's throwing a swell party. Yeah. Very nice, very warm, very genuine. Tender way to end the episode. That makes four of the best people, Atlanta. Guess you didn't count yourself. Or we were counting oink somehow by accident. So... It's all patched up. They're the best of friends as ever they were. I really love that ending, oddly enough. It's so subdued. It's so just genuinely warm and emotional. Much like I love most of that episode, The Man from the Navy. As I said, this is one I, I watched a lot in my younger days, and it was always nice to... You know, you read the back of the box and you think, oh, okay, I'm a guy from the Navy, of course. Blah, blah, blah. That enough, that that on its own could have been enough of a story. But the fact that we have this this Titan subplot with the lovely Aquafibians, it's uh, just a, a nice touch to a, an already nice. You know, it's not a spectacular episode, but it's um, it, it's definitely. There's a phrase I've used so often: a solid B grade episode. I'm I'm trying to find another way to say that phrase, but you know. It'll do. I'm certain to I, I, I really like this one. I don't think um, I don't think I've seen many people talk about this one. Um, probably because it is quite low stakes and um, you know not a not an awful lot happens. But there's a nice mix of action and, and character stuff in particular, which was something this show did really well. So you know, not the most spectacular Stingray episode, but it's it's you know. It's a runner-up. It's a pretty uh, pretty darn good one, so if you haven't seen this one, I would thoroughly recommend checking it out. On Blu-ray, of course. It's out now on Blu-ray! Did I mention it's on Blu-ray? Hey!